Welcome everyone to another episode of Taste of Forbidden Fruit. This is Andre. I'm here with my co-host. Kelly. And a little later in the show, we're going to have someone that has been around bookstores for quite a while, I'm going to say. Twice as long as I have. Tom is going to be joining us. He's been a patron of the bookstores for about three decades. I've probably known him wow. for you know we've known him for about five years, but he's going to come give us a a perspective on what it's like to be inside the bookstores and visit bookstores and how they've changed over the years. For all those people that always ask what goes on back there and what type of people come in the stores, and so they'll get to actually hear that from someone who's been around for a while. But before that. Going to talk about some more relevant news. We have a lot of porn star news to share with all of our listeners. Callie, I'll, I'll let you go first. So I saw that. Um, I heard recently that Steven Spielberg's daughter Michaela um, is now doing solo porn, and they're pretty much not happy about it. What do you think? Sounds like there might be a trend in Hollywood. Cause you remember some years ago, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter, Montana Fishburne, mm-hmm. did some porn. And when I remember when I saw that, a lot of us at the store thought, "Man, this is not her first time. This is not her first time." <laughs> Especially she looked like camera. she knew what she was doing. Oh, she yeah. Knew she was doing she, <laughs> I mean, yeah. now reality stars are getting into it, like with Kim Kardashian and you know um, Paris Hilton and. Yeah, well, they did that a while ago, but that's that kicked off a lot of mm-hmm. what you started to see because it be, it became a way of really launching a career. You know, you saw a lot of people who wanted some fame. Mm-hmm. They started going that that route of making a tape, you know, under under unknowing circumstances. That nowadays you see a lot of that when people supposedly they're their accounts are getting hacked and all of a sudden you see all these naked pictures mm-hmm. of them and some of them you know that boyfriends and all the people they're not they're not leaking that stuff because it, it's getting taken from like personal laptops and things like that i mean who just loses their laptop yeah i'm sudden, thinking you, and, they're and, leaking it yeah, yeah. And, and you have all, why would you keep all of these naked mm-hmm. pictures on yeah. something that you can hack into like that or can be taken like yeah that? so people have been doing it for a while but I remember when I heard the story, my first thought was, Steven Spielberg is your dad, even though she, she's adopted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have access to pretty much anything. Yeah. Why would you? I mean, uh, people who have nothing break into porn and try to get something. Mm-hmm. You're already, you already have access to everything. And then you're going to go and do that where you can lose everything. But yeah. particularly, you know, your credibility and kind of embarrassed if not shame your father and family it's and they're very uh, prominent too so extremely yeah extremely extremely prominent so well they i read the article that it said that he was they were supportive but they weren't air quotes yeah they were they weren't very you know like like encouraging towards her Uh, do you think it would be different if she was blood daughter do you think they're react do you think they would still be quote-unquote supportive because well, I don't know them personally, yeah, yeah. but I mean, if you want to support someone, you support in everything you want them to do. Yeah. Guide yeah. them in the right direction versus not the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. 
I guess we'll see what happens. What is her name going to be? Um, Sugar Star. Sugar Star, all right. Is there anywhere you can see her yet or no? No, not yet. Not yet? I've looked at a couple of sites and there, she's not on there yet. A lot of people who broke out from relative obscurity into the you know, porn world, a lot of times Vivid was the one that would break their, mm -hmm. you know, their, their tapes, but I guess or now it would be what, DVDs? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. I mean, you mainly go into... Um, Vivid is very powerful in that aspect. Mm -hmm. They did, you know, Team Mom. They did all kinds of other yeah. um, sex Abrams, tapes. Yeah, they. I think they did. Who was the one that Butterfuco? Mm -hmm. Joey Butterfuco. Yeah, Joey Butterfuco. Yeah. Okay, him and <laughs> oh, uh, not the one that shot his wife, Amy Fisher. Mm -hmm. Is that she's her name? still in porn? Yeah, is she? Yeah, she's still doing porn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. The Long Island Loita, yeah. Long Island Loita, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. And you know what? The guy, also, Bobbitt, the one guy that... Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. His, he, or, um, I forgot his I'm name. Not, yeah, yeah, I don't know his name. But I, I remember he went into porn. I, I admit, I looked at that. I just wanted to see what kind of I did reconstructive too. search they did. It, it was it was horrible. Yeah. I, yeah, I did too. It was like waving <laughs> really weird. And, yeah, yeah. It just did just not straight look curiosity. Yeah. Me, straight curiosity. Yeah, but, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was on YouTube and I was looking up a something about Mia Khalifa. You know Mia Khalifa, right? You yes. Know? Okay. She's currently the number two ranked porn star on Pornhub. And she hasn't done movies in some years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We haven't well, gotten anything new. Right. Well, she stopped because mm -hmm. she's trying to change her life around. Mm -hmm. And I remember, because she's, she's Arab. She's Lebanese. Mm -hmm. And my, my first, my college sweetheart, she was also... Lebanese mm -hmm. and so when I saw that she was doing this I thought automatically that's going to be problems because they are they are ultra conservative yeah when it comes to any type of sexual behavior mm -hmm. their culture is very very conservative and you really didn't see before she did this a mm -hmm. lot of Middle Eastern women in porn mm -hmm. you know you would always have like some women that were and porn does this all the time they'll try to they want you to believe someone is a certain race so they'll get someone that can pass for it yeah and then all of a sudden you see white women or mm -hmm. some latina women mm -hmm. and then also they'll be on you know arab babes mm -hmm. and i'm like wait a minute weren't you just in like latinas or fifth street yeah right <laughs> you know, they're like you know hot arab babes so anyway she got into the biz right out of college because she went to college in texas and she comes from, you know, she said a, a very stable yeah. background, but apparently she was a bit overweight. She she mentions, and so her self esteem wasn't very high. Yeah. And so once she started to lose weight, she went out. And she noticed she was getting attention. Then all of a sudden she went out and she got you know her breasts done, and then she just got addicted to that yeah. because it fed into you know that attention need you know the attention she didn't get and also like she was saying you can come from the best background or be supplied with the best things in life but if your self-esteem is low none of that none of those things matter agree yeah and so once she was starting to feel better about herself she kind of got addicted to the attention and the money doesn't she, hurt either right and so she became 
they called it lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. You mean I remember when she got on the scene, she exploded. She mm-hmm. was everywhere. Yeah. You know, Brain Bros had her on. I don't know. I don't think Vivid did, but I know Brain Brothers did, and there was a lot of other sites that did. And then of course, you know, Pornhub. You can she just lit up. They totally lit up the internet. But as a result of that, her family disowned her, which I'm not surprised, considering, you know, like I said, their culture. Yeah. And I remember watching one video where she was wearing the uh, headscarf. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's called a hajib. I don't want to say definitely that's what it is, but I believe that's what it's called. But anyway, she wore that. And I remember when I saw that, mm-hmm. I was like, oh boy, yeah. that's really, really bad. And not, it was not just her, but she was at a table and there was like three of them. And they all had the scar- scarf on. And then they kept them on as they were performing sexual acts oh. so that's yes so and you're making oh yeah okay yeah, that's wow. a no-no yeah and when she did that that's when she started getting death threats she said from oh. isis sympathists and just different people Dang. yeah she started getting death threats and i guess she started to really think about her choices mm-hmm. you know i mean who wouldn't have to you know get death threats she started to kind of regret what she was doing and she was saying you know she was in the business that she mentioned this on the set one time there are things they want her to do and so the 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 host was saying well you know it wasn't rape or anything she's like no it was consensual but when you're on the set and you tell three males that own that produce or whatever run the companies and you're telling you're not comfortable with something because it's it's basically mocking my coach whatever and they just laugh at you they Mm -hmm. just laugh and they say oh fine well so she felt, you know, peer pressure yep. to do it. And eventually she went into the offices and she told them at a board meeting, she's like, I just, I can't do this anymore. And that's when they told her, so you sure you want to walk away from this? Because you are basically like, you know, lightning in a bottle. And she said, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't do this. I'm not comfortable doing it. So she stopped. But unfortunately, she's gone to court a few times to try to get them to remove her content from the internet but as you can see if you go on porn you still can see it so the damage was already done yeah she may never be able to undo that yeah but you know she's trying to get her her life in order she's actually she's doing that she she met someone who didn't know who she was which is Mm -hmm. amazing hard to believe but she's trying to live a normal life and she said her relationship with her family is getting better good 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 yeah so when people do things like that i mean obviously montana fishburn is going to bounce back mm-hmm. or has and then whatever michaela does as long as she doesn't get disowned by the family she could probably bounce back as well but it always made me i was always interested when i saw women who would do porn if, if they're not intending on being someone big mm-hmm. you know and you see like a beautiful girl or whatever and or even extras that are just on the set doing things it's like you're branded like you're on there mm-hmm. you can't you know you're 21 they can find you you can't just go into an office job and say hey this is me without them possibly being able to find out you know who you are so yeah. before anyone gets into this business and we'll thanks and, internet yeah exactly the internet has a lot to do and, with that too yeah and before mm-hmm. you you do do something like this you really want to think about that and as I was going to say in future episodes I, I plan on bringing on some people because I've met girls who do porn or mm-hmm. strip or what have you and they absolutely love it and then others did it 
and they wound up regretting it. Yeah. You know, and so you just always have to remember something that, like the internet, whatever you do, you're going to put yourself out there possibly forever. So it's something that, you know, if you're going to do that, you really have to. That's what Commit my to that's what my mom said when you um, when you post a picture and you don't want someone to see it you mm -hmm. just just don't just erase it right when you you know you regret it don't put it online because it's there forever mm -hmm. you can't you cannot get rid of it I mean I have and this is what is this two, this is 2020 so yeah. we're talking 2007 I was dating someone and she sent pictures to me of her mm -hmm. revealing pictures obviously and they're probably about 30 of them and I went back I was just going in my Yahoo listening to Yahoo right so I was doing Yahoo and do you know if you go back you can go back years and pull up emails and I still those pictures are still there yeah wow yeah and this is that was what 13 years yeah. ago wow. yeah wow so if you really wanted to be vindictive towards mm -hmm. someone mm -hmm. I mean it's really I don't know if there's even a statute of limitation because of the internet because yeah. what you put out there is going to be there for a very, very long time. Yeah. You know, if not forever. So that's, you know, something that our listeners need to think about if you are considering going into that line of work. Yeah. That, you know, your choices will follow you. So yeah. you have to really be committed. And the ones that do porn and stay in porn, they all say that. that you know, it's not, it's definitely not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And you have to really be committed and mm -hmm. know what you're doing once yeah. you get in. You know, because you will you will lose friendships, and a lot of times that's why you see a lot of the people that are in porn. That's their family, mm -hmm. because they get disowned by everyone else around them. Yeah, you know. So anyway, little Mia Khalifa update. Good luck, Mia, with yeah. every, everything you do. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. We're stay we're, strong. We're pulling for you. Mm -hmm. But a, a funnier story. Do you you know who Manuel Ferreira is right? Um, he's the. You've seen the guy that that. He's very popular, but he advertises different toy products. There's one where he's shaking it and throws the wall. No, I haven't. You haven't seen, seen him? No, I haven't well, seen he, him. Anyway, he's a very popular <laughs> porn star. So he has a porn star wife, mm -hmm. you know, or, or girlfriend. I don't know if they're married yet, which is not uncommon. Okay, Caden Cross. And yep. this is something else I was, you know, looking at. And they have a kid together. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Manuel Ferreira has two other children by another woman. Mm -hmm. The same woman that he was married to when he first met Caden Cross on set. Mm -hmm. And this woman is also a porn star. Mm -hmm. And her name is Dana Vespoli. Not a big deal, you might say. But there's more. She lives right next door to them. One big happy family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. And she and Dana Vespoli says, you know, it, it works because he can see them. Mm -hmm. They can see him. But I'm thinking those kids are going to wonder, well, why does our step-sibling live with dad? Yeah. And we don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of questions going on in there. I'm thinking that <laughs> is... It's funny because it's it's weird and it's odd in normal life, but in porn circles, I guess that's kind of a norm. <laughs> it's actually the norm now. 
I mean, we're so more, much more open to different lifestyles. You know what I mean? We're, we're a little bit more forgiving than we would be in the 80s and 90s. Do, you, do ne- you think? Next door? I, how, how would you handle it? <laughs> well, I have an open mind. So yeah. if I was in that position, um, I'd be okay with it. I mean, at least the kids get to see their dad. I mean, there's going to be a lot of therapy bills going on, but I mean, once <laughs> everybody... say the least, man. Yeah, I mean, but once wow. everybody is on board with what's going on and there yeah. isn't any yeah. kind of weirdness, then I think it'd be yeah. okay. And Why Kate, not? And Caden Cross seems to be okay with it. You know, she's writing. She, she says that she likes the fact that Manuel can see his other kids and vice versa. But another interesting caveat to it, just when you thought it couldn't get any weirder, is that at one point in time, you know, Caden Cross, I don't know if she still does, because I don't remember how old this interview is. It's fairly recent, but she stopped doing boy-girl scenes mm-hmm. because Manuel couldn't handle it. Yep. Right? But he still does boy-girl scenes. Nice. Right? And he's, and the interviewer was like, well, isn't that kind of hypocritical? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, yeah, but, you know, after... A scene, it's not like afterward I'm holding hands or anything like that with the woman. I'm thinking, well, what if Caden's not holding hands with the guy mm-hmm. afterward? It still mm-hmm. should be, you know, kind of what's good for the goose and that thing. But, you know, it just goes so when it comes to porn, man, people a lot of times they justify things in different ways just to appease or convince themselves that this is normal. And I can't wait for future podcasts when we discuss some things like you just said, the new norms in society and dating it seems like a lot of the old traditional classical ways of thinking are very antiquated and they're being challenged and just completely changed yep you know but i still i I still say (laughs) i still say jealousy rules out eventually Mm -hmm. at some point in time i i think you know that it creeps its ugly head in there and i will be happy to be proven wrong but we'll see in future podcasts so all right, I don't I think, even know what that word is, jealousy. J E A L. So we're going to take a quick break here, pay a few bills, and we'll be back with our special guest, Tom. Yay! Stay tuned. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, welcome back everyone. Taste of a bit of fruit. This is Andre, Callie here. And also in studio we have Tom. Hi. Hey. Welcome to the show, Tom. Thank yeah, you. Definitely. We've known each other for, what, about five years? Almost, More, yeah. Yeah, five years. And Tom is a an experienced bookstore customer. He's been going to the bookstore for better part of what 30 since 1985 uh, yeah a long time a long time yeah i came out here to california by the way from chicago so it's been a while so we want him to talk a little bit about his experiences going to the stores how they've changed 
and just kind of satisfy the curiosity of a lot of people who often ask me and Callie mm-hmm. and other people what it's like in the stores what do the people like to go in the stores what do they do back there some of those questions that Tom can actually answer so we'll take it from there so Tom 1985 wow. take us back there what got you I wish I could go back to the 80s <laughs> the music was better yes I agree <laughs> I, can't argue. Uh, I agree <laughs> well I was visiting some family here in San Diego and I'm from San Diego but I had at that point, I moved out of state for a short period of time. And so I was back here and visiting, and I went to go for a walk one day, and just two blocks from their house, and I stumbled upon a bookstore. And stumbled upon a bookstore? Yeah, well, you know, saw the sign and then the yeah. name in the window, and I said, oh, I was intrigued, so I'm going to go in and check this out. Well, as they say, the rest is history, but I went in and checked it out. <laughs> and it's a lot different than it is today in 2020. Really? How so? Oh, many, many ways. Um, for one thing, it's a whole different clientele as far as customers that go in. Um, back then, it didn't seem to matter what bookstore you would go into, you mm-hmm. know, the name or the location. It was a lot of college students, a lot of surfer people, a lot of, you know, like that. And and one of the things that's changed over the years, and hopefully I don't offend anybody, um, is women used to never be allowed in the back in the arcade where the videos yeah the booths are and now so one of the changes with that is i think that this is just my opinion but i think that that may or may not open up a chance of there being a lawsuit or something you know what i mean if if, if a woman went unaccompanied into the back you and mean then, back then well no no ever since ever since they've started allowing females to go oh, in the back. Awesome. Then they could come out and say, oh, somebody, whatever, you know, and maybe that wasn't the case. My understanding is, is that they they can only go back there if they're going back with somebody that they came in with. So that makes it a little better. <clears throat> but I do know that the majority of the male clientele that for many, many, many years that have gone to the bookstores were, I don't want to say a higher or lower percentage, but say a greater percentage of gay men there was a lot of bisexual men. Yeah. And then there was the occasional, you know, quote unquote, straight guys that were curious or, or oh, yeah. needed, to, needed to have a certain uh, sense of, of release, we'll call it, that maybe the wife or girlfriend wouldn't do. Yep. Yep, and yep. so, okay. <laughs> um, but that being said, I think, though, that on the note of, of once women were allowed to start going in the back, a lot of the men felt uncomfortable meeting the gay men or whatever. Yeah. And stop going because like oh now women are allowed here like okay like I don't want to go here because they were going for a specific reason mm-hmm. to meet and say hook up with another guy and now there's a woman back there who knows she's watching or whatever you know um, how else has it changed uh, no one has bookstore etiquette anymore there is such a thing there is and you people out there listening, bookstore. write this down. <laughs> so when you go to the bookstore, you adhere to the, it's like the Emily Post to fine dining. It's bookstore etiquette. Okay, so one, you know, and this is going way back and this doesn't exist anymore. But if you're in the back and you see someone else is interested in someone, 
don't push past them and push them in the shoulder and almost knock them off their feet so that you can get to it first like a vulture because that's what happens now they and nobody or or you know you you're walking through the back area and you decide you want to maybe see what's behind door number three <laughs> yeah let's make a deal um anyway so you you uh, you go in door number three and 10 minutes later now you're going in door number six and you know what the buffet wasn't just meant for you. Save some for other people. That's what I mean by bookstore etiquette. You know, there's or and be polite to people and and you know, yeah. don't not so. And as far as etiquette goes, this goes the same way for the bookstore clerks that work behind the counter. Okay, this is another huge change, right? Back in the day, they were ultra friendly. Well, they were mostly men. First yeah. of all, there was no women working the, but. Um, Speaking from my own experience, like I could go say to one of the ones that I used to go to all the time by my house, mm-hmm. and there was seven or eight of us regulars that were there on any given time. There was always at least three or four. We'd have like a convention in the back. We'd get a soda. We'd stand back there. We'd talk. But a lot of times, one of us would set up and talk to the clerk, and they'd be like, "Oh, here, here's money. Go get me a burrito," and go across the street and I'd get the burrito, bring mm-hmm. it back, and we'd sit there. We'd eat together. And yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Well. Certain locations, I guess there's clerks that actually try to get customers to buy them food, um, which I don't think is too savvy. That's kind of tacky. But anyway, um, but but the clerks nowadays, how it's changed, I think, for the worse is they're they're not so friendly. They're kind of nasty in a way they they snap at you. They they're rude. They don't yeah. smile. First yeah. of all, if you're going to be in any kind of a customer-related business, you've got you got to have a personality and rapport with the customer, even if it's just you know, can I help you or say hello when they walk in the door. And they don't really do that most of the time. And too many rules and regulations. You know, yeah. you used to be able to walk in. Now, that part of it's changed back and forth. Back when I started going to the bookstores, you could just walk in the back. Then they changed it to where it was a two-dollar minimum. You had to buy, two, and they were tokens. Right, it was tokens. Mm-hmm. You had to buy two dollars in tokens before you could go in the back. Well, maybe somebody bought their two dollars in tokens and they only used two tokens. So now, what do they do with a handful of tokens? They yeah, gotta, right. They take them home, but then they can't just bring them and use them the next time. They got to buy two dollars all over again. You know, then it went from that to the video cards mm-hmm. that you put in the. You buy your card, but now both of those things seem to have gone away, and you can yeah. just walk back in there again, which I think that's good. Because maybe somebody only has two dollars and they want to, you know, space it out or, or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, I just, but I think that that a combination of all those things is, you know. Did they have the little change ones where you could just do quarters, and they would show you like a vignette, and then it would like close down? No. Did they do that? Oh, are, are you talking about like with a live? No, I'm talking about like like arcade where that you could put like seventy five cents in and you know they gave you like a three minute vignette and then it oh, was done. Oh no, 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 no. It, was it like that back? No, then well, with the tokens, I forget how many minutes or whatever you got per mm-hmm. token. Mm-hmm. You just put your tokens in. So if you had twenty tokens and you wanted to start with eight, you put put however many minutes that gave you, and then when it was when it was and the countdown wasn't on the screen. It was on the box where you put the tokens. Oh. There was like a little thing with like a red digital oh, number. that's how they got. Oh. So if you put eight tokens, mm. it would show eight. And then it would, however it was timed, it would go down. And then when it say maybe it got down to, to one or two, you'd put another couple of tokens. And then the card was the same way. If you had $5 on your card, 
you put your card in, and mm -hmm. then you you add in from the card how many tokens you wanted, to, you know, how many yeah. credits to use, and then when the some of the some of the stores had it where you could even reload your own card without having to go back out in the front. They had a machine in the back. Nice. Like 48th Street. Can I say that? <laughs> um, and you just you just put your money in and say insert the card and mm -hmm. you like you're refilling the card. Then you could do that yourself. Like an ATM. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah. I have some questions that I want to ask and we're going to take another quick break and we will get to those. All right, everyone, welcome back. So I have a question. These days, we have things like Grinder and I guess even Tinder. Are these modern substitutes for basically the social activity that the bookstores used to provide back in the day with the dawn and the you know proliferation of the internet? Oh, for sure. The fact that because the I think with Grinder, for example, and 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 Tinder also that people are meeting on the internet that way and then they're going to each other's houses or you know what i mean the, we did that back in the day with 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 a site that was the grinder of the day it's still around called adam for adam and mm. you meet somebody you go to the but for people that couldn't have somebody over even back then before mm -hmm. grinder and all that and even though we had say that on or aol used to have chat rooms and people would okay but oh, Miss AOL. Wow. But AOL Instant Messenger. I'm dial up prodigy. <laughs> that was a wild. Just going to the different rooms and yeah. 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 Um but I, I think that, miss them too. Yeah. So people people even then that could have someone over to their house, but let's say they couldn't. Yeah. Right? There was the bookstore. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they they meet there. Or a lot of times just somebody, you know, they're leaving the bar at the end of the night or they're then right there on the corner of the bookstore, they'd go in and you know, cruise around and then they meet somebody or whatever, whether they could go back to their own place or not. But it was, it was a meeting place. It was, it was a, a cruise yep. um, spot. And I also think, and I include myself in this, is that for a lot of people that just wanted a different social aspect, a different, you know what I mean? So like if I was at one of the bookstores that I would go to and there was four or five of the regulars that were there all the time, we get to know each other and became friends. We'd go to the machine and get a Coke and we'd go stand in the back and we'd have like a convention. We'd just stand there for an hour and talk and laugh and tell stories and jokes. And, you know, so it wasn't all about, yeah. you know, all of the other, but. Like when I first started, it was um, Craigslist, mm. like listings on Craigslist, like me up at, you know, booth eight. And I'd always wonder what's booth, where's booth eight, you know, kind of thing going on. So I, I, I was intrigued by it. Did you ever? Did you ever find out what was booth eight? No. <laughs> Tell her what she's won, Johnny. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, did I answer your question? Oh yeah, you you, you absolutely did. I, I, I but I do. I think on a, if I could dig it a little further, I think sure. that the internet, and even though a lot of modern technology is great, and we have a lot of wonderful things because of technology, I think that the internet and all the technology that has go gone with it and grown over the last however many years has like killed a lot of things like and mainly let's say like the bookstores mm -hmm. you used to go into a bookstore it could be a weekday it could be a weekend it could be in the daytime it could be in the afternoon it could be at one o'clock in the morning there was always people there customers yeah. i mean it, it, a lot of it i think has to do with too that the the, the 
aside from the internet is again the the clerks being friendly and and welcoming yeah. it because you can chase people away but the internet i think really in many ways killed that because of the grinder and the tinder and et cetera and the craigslist and all yeah. that but it's no different than socializing or being single and meeting somebody in a bar you know you're single now and you can say you go to a gay bar and if you're gay and you could be talking to some guy who's sitting by himself and within 10 minutes here comes a girl she's the girlfriend of the wife it's like because all the straight people which is great we all have fun under one roof yeah but are loving going to the gay bars mm-hmm. and I it, heard they have excellent drinks too they do but I'm saying <laughs> but so it's the same thing the inner because now and with the phones you know yeah. people you go on a date with somebody and they're on their phone so I think the internet has killed the bookstores yeah, yeah but I also right. think it's also kind of killed a lot of social and, and society well i was going to say the the internet has really killed off a lot of social interaction because i remember watching a show and they were talking about how people used to you know at dinner time used to come eat at the table well now a lot of times everybody get dinner and they just break off into different parts of the house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're on the internet they're on their phone they're on the computer and also getting movies now, one thing I personally miss, and I love Netflix and, you know, my Amazon Fire Stick and everything. Hulu. Hulu, Roku, all that <laughs> yeah. good stuff. But I, there's a part of me that miss. I, I used to like going to, like, Hollywood video, yeah, or video yeah. seeing what was out. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk to people and you mm-hmm. ask them their opinions on movies and everything. But, you know, old-fashioned, you know, we're all around the same ages. So, it, you know, we there's a little nostalgia there, but I think... The important thing is that even though you make strides in one area, that sometimes it's at the sacrifice of other areas. Yeah. You know, and it seems like socially that we are kind of growing apart in some ways, you know, mm-hmm. because we don't have as much interaction as we used to. No, and even and even I think married couples too. And I'm, I'm not that doesn't matter gay or straight but I'll reference straight that I was out of, about a month ago having dinner with a friend of mine at Hooli's up in, yeah. East, in La Mesa and we're sitting there eating and the way I was facing I saw this booth and it was clearly a husband and wife mm-hmm. and they're sitting you know kind of mm-hmm. across from each other eating their, and they're both on their phones they're eating and they're and I'm like why can't they put the phones down and talk to each other and enjoy a meal and conversation yeah so I think it's the same thing the internet has mm-hmm. just and cell phones in general yeah I want to. I want to burn them. Like I'm serious. I. It, I hate. I would rather go back to a rotary dial that's plugged in the wall, and you. It, you leave the house. The phone does not go with you. Even in the stores, you see everyone walking around. Nine out of ten have a cell phone, and half of them are asking you if there's any significant amount of time you can charge it. I'm yeah. Like, Dude, are you serious? Yeah, they do that to me too. Yeah, you're not a charging <laughs> station. Are you kidding me? Well, not only that. What about? Have you guys noticed? What about um, um, people? Want, like I know they they can't walk down the street or even say walk their dog. It's like you can't put it away for five minutes to enjoy walking your dog, yeah. or just across the street. And I've literally seen people like walk into something. It's like, well, that never happened to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But and driving, you know, for all the listeners, put your phones away while you're driving. My my mom and dad have this thing where it's like be present. You know, mm-hmm. I understand you have you have work, and I get that. You know, you're you're gonna be getting calls, but be present. Be present in the conversation. Get to know, you know, that way you're, you know what's going on, you know, and, and communicate. See, and that's, that's, that's the biggest no, thing, communicate. Another aspect of the bookstore was, mm-hmm. was just that. People, yeah. I'm talking about like, say like the regulars, you know, like you might say, oh, hi, so-and-so, I mean, to each other because you, 
mm-hmm. you there was a communication there yeah. was a getting the, uh, to know people and a social and you know yeah. in fact I had gone down fairly recently to the, the one we were talking about mm-hmm. and this Asian guy walked well, to me he says oh my god and he, he remembered my name he said I haven't talked to you in a long time I said oh my god I haven't seen you since the old days mm-hmm. at 48th Street well he looked the same but he was one of the ones that we used to stand around and talk and you know mm-hmm. and so that's all gone again the internet yeah. has killed that yeah yeah well, no. I think it's time for our fun segment take a bite yeah take Yay. a bite segment we have a, a question that people either write in on or Callie and I will come up with something that we think is really juicy and then we all try to give our take on it and we have Tom here so he'll give his two cents <laughs> together we might make a nickel so let's see what we got from Callie this week so what was your first porn and what did you think of it what was the very first one you ever saw oh, I, remember I think she's looking at you Andre I, I remember mine you I go remember ahead. mine yes first <laughs> <laughs> I remember mine <laughs> no we're talking we're talking full like porn right not R-rated, but X, correct? Um, I mean, you're, whatever age you are, you would think that. Penetration. Would, yeah, yeah. Just, yes, okay, exactly. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm going to go farther back than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, 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 wasn't in, it wasn't in the movie theater like, like you know, our parents' generation went right. and saw the X-rated movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'll share this off the microphone. But, um, uh, so my first one was, um, oh, and I'm drawing a blank on the name, it wasn't Debbie Does Dallas. Everybody would think that. Actually, there was two. And the, the Marilyn Chambers. Behind the Green Door. No. No? No, no, no. No? no. Oh, no. what? what? No. Um, wow, such a good movie. Oh, the name was just, uh, hold on. Um, first Interracial. Yeah, I, believe. The, the, um, mm-hmm. I think, I'm pretty sure it was her, but it was The Devil and Miss Jones. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that was Marilyn Chambers. Maybe it wasn't. I thought it was her. Yeah. But the one with her wasn't Behind the Green Door. It was... Um, I can see this. Anyway, I, the name is slipping me, but what I remember, and even though that was straight porn, we didn't really have gay porn in those mm-hmm. days. No. And, yeah. and, and yeah. again, I, yeah. I stumbled on it, like, mm-hmm. by mistake. I, well, I went into one of those, like you said, the theaters. You yeah. Know? yeah. yeah. Um, but what I remember about it is, unlike the porn today, it was more like a movie. It just had sex in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, it was right. good acting, it was, I mean, it was like a movie, you know, like, like a regular movie. It just, they happen to have sex. It was R-rated with penetration. Yeah. So it was, yeah. well, it was a, a, yeah, yeah. triple X or whatever, but, yeah. but it was, it was like a movie. Yeah. Right. Unlike right. today, it's like, you know, the, the movie starts and it's like, you know, some, some woman and everybody, every gardener that works at Home Depot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, whatever. Oh, gonzo. Yeah. 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 I'm going to talk about that too later on, about <laughs> how, how the movies have changed and, oh, definitely. you know, the things that they, you see upswing more in movies that have actual, that pay attention to plot, mm-hmm. uh, plot, I'm going to get laughed at, storyline and the visuals and things like that. So that that's something that we're going to have to be talking about. But Can I add one more thing to this though? Sure. That, and this might be for another segment also, but mm-hmm. talking about remembering the first porn and comparing that. Um, some of the things, and this goes for either male or female, it doesn't matter, but some of the things that they do nowadays mm-hmm. that they didn't do before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, what I'm getting at is, you know, something goes in somewhere. Yeah. And then it comes out, and then that same person who it was in, 
Yeah. Yeah. Is being oral with it. Yeah. It's like, right. aren't people afraid they're going to get some kind of, even though it's their own body, their mm-hmm. own, yeah. as we'll say, juices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going to get, like, they can still get hepatitis or Double. some kind of, of whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be graphic, but if that but if that was in your backside, why are you putting yeah. it in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. wash it first. <laughs> <laughs> I will never understand that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I'll clean this up a little bit. So for me, yeah, <laughs> take out all the good parts. Now, if we, if we're talking, yeah. if we're talking, porn, triple X, because you know, back I remember we used to have, you could get like illegal cable. They used to have these devices so you could sneak and get bad channels. And you need the the key. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what it, that, that's, lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So That's I, where saw, I saw mine. I, I saw a few that way, but they weren't they weren't actual penetration. Was that you would just see girls naked, whatever? Like for most guys, your first introduction to porn is gonna back then, like in the '80s. If you grew up, mm-hmm. they were slasher movies. Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. You know, and the badder the chick was, the hotter she was, the more of a bitch she was. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she was decapitated even worse. You know, so there's probably <laughs> some religious connotations in there too. But anyway. <laughs> I saw a lot of that from Friday the 13th, and then you had the big explosion of the workout videos. The dancing and the yeah. jumping around and the thrusting and the yeah. gyrating. I mean, you're 13, 14 years old, you're like, oh. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole new world. But my, fir- my very first porn I remember was called, <laughs> I was a freshman in college, and I lived with, it was like six of us. We had a, a big house and in the garage that we had a loft. And one of the guys brought one, you know, porn home. We watched it, and it was called Miami Spice, <laughs> and it had I think Amber Lynn was in there. Oh, wow. I remember her. Uh, I want to say Jeannie, Jeannie Fine, just some old school women. And I remember the first time, like I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, this isn't different than you know, Friday yeah. Thirteenth Part Four. And then the next thing you do is you see oral. And if you imagine one of those cartoons, like where the head pop blows off the brain, like the skull cap, <laughs> and your like, eyes oh, are bulging out, like, and like that. I, I was, I was hooked. I was like, oh, oh man, yeah, that was my first one. And then after that, I became a, a big fan of porn, a big big fan of Tori Wells and Ashley Gears. And, I mean, I go back, real popular girls in the eighties, but yeah, eighties and nineties. But that was my first one. So mine is. Um, my parents used to uh, have a, a a meeting that they go to, and so after they would they would leave, I would unlock the 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 box that right. you know Andre you were talking about, and I'd watch um, porn, and I never. How old were you? Oh my God, probably about. 12, 13, around there. You beat me by six years, man. And so I was curious, you know. Yeah. I, I always wanted to make, you know, know what was going on and stuff like that. And on the screen, it said, um, it said Alice in Wonderland. And I thought it was a cartoon. So I, I sticked with it for a little while. And then they had these two characters on it. I don't know if you guys ever saw uh, Alice in Wonderland. Was the yeah. regular one. The porn version. Oh, no, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. And so they had this one where it was like Twiddle D and Twiddle Dumb. And they were they had the the the, the girl, Alice, basically. And they did like, um, she was on top and he, they were, you know, she was doing one, you know, she was giving one a blowjob and one was in the back. And I was just like, 
how can you do that? I mean, that's just so weird to me. And I've never, ever, ever, ever said anything to my mom and my dad about it. I stopped, you know, I, I quickly ran in the room and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be shameful. Lock the you box know? back yeah, up. Yeah, I was like, I'm making sure everything, put the key back where it was. You Close know, the I liquor sure. cabinet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no liquor. Okay. <laughs> they didn't have liquor there. Uh, At least I didn't touch it. But, you know, I, 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 since then, you know, since watching it, every time my parents would leave, I would try to figure out if I could go back to where I, where it was. But all of a sudden it was just like, there was, it was called the Playboy channel. I think it was, mm-hmm. but they, it was weird. It was kind of, it went weird. So I stopped watching it and I'll t- and then I started going out with, you know, my friends and stuff like that. But the porn was, it was weird to me. It was something that I wasn't really, I couldn't put a finger on it until I got oh, a little bit older. And then, you when know. you were 12. The I, twiddle D and twiddle dumb, that's what I remember of it. So they did a three-way with Alice. At least it wasn't Snow White and the, the, the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> gang banger. Hi ho, hi ho. But I think they do have that. Oh my <laughs> I God. I think that is a porn. Well, and now, and now, about to get back with technology mm-hmm. and how it's done with porn. Now they have all the what is it called hentai, 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 yeah, which yeah. is all the animated. Isn't that Japanese? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now they've got supposedly I saw an ad for this. They're like, well, they have actual like pornos that are like, they're not they're animated, but not a cartoon, like three dimensional, like like realistic looking, but it's you know like like live action, right? Okay. But they but they. They now have interactive games where you create your person or whatever, and then you actually like the game's all about these characters like having VR? sex. Yeah, well, kind, like almost like VR. Kind of. Well, look at the, the ads are always on um, Pornhub. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I see, been. I know what you're talking about. I see what you. T- I know. I've seen interactive uh, game, but yeah. you create your yeah. you build your character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the porn's come a long way. Wow. It Since has. Alice oh, yeah. in Wonderland. Yeah. Imagine where it's going. And to, what did you say, Tori Spelling? <laughs> Who? No, Tori. Oh wait, Tori, Tori Spelling's Spelling. an actress. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Tori Wells. Oh Tori God, Wells. yeah, she was she was a big big star back then. All right, <laughs> come to the end of another episode. Yay! Yeah, this was a, this was another fun. One. You want to thank Tom for? Yeah, thank you. Joining You're welcome. Thank you for thank gracing you for, us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to have you back sometime. Yeah, we got, definitely. We got a, lot more, a lot more topics to get into. Do you have anything you want to plug while you're here? Uh, not at the Next moment. Time. Okay. Um, other than put your cell phones away when you're driving, <laughs> have kindness and respect, and use bookstore etiquette when you go to a bookstore, and uh, smile. All right. There's a Live p- in the moment. Live for today. There's Tomorrow p- may not come. There's a PSA from Forbidden Fruit from Tom. Yeah, there you go. How would you, Kelly? Just come and see me at Expa at 3606 Midway Drive. And you can go to our Instagram page at um, forbiddenfruit.com. And you can upload your questions or whatever you need to ask us. You can post it there. All right. You can, you? you can catch me at it is Dre, I-T period, I-S period, D-R-E on Instagram. And I'm at 7656 Broadway in Lemon Grove. And until next time, be safe, take care. Yay!